No One Can Spell Caucuses, The Abortion Ban Switches Chambers, Trump's a Dang Liar, and for whatever reason, Planters brought Mr. Peanut back as a baby. What a week. Welcome to What a Week, where we break down the week's top news stories. My name is Matt Sinovic. I'm the Executive Director of Progress Iowa. And I'm Lauren McMill, the Digital Director for Progress Iowa. And since you're sitting in today, Greg, introduce yourself. Sure, I'm Greg Howenstein. Uh, chief content officer for Potluck Media. And producer extraordinaire. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. So let's dive right into the... Uh, Real quiet week, guys. Very Nothing, nothing happened week. this week. Um, the caucuses, they happened. Oh, right. They happened. <laughs> there was that. I don't know if you've no- noticed it in the news, but uh, um, they occurred. Went off without a hitch. And, and so um, as of today... This is, we're recording Thursday at about a little after 4 p.m. We do not have the full results. We have 90, I believe it's 97%. 97. Uh, And a conspiracy theory for every vote. Yeah. (laughs) Um, It looks like it's neck and neck between uh, Bernie Sanders and Pete Buttigieg, Elizabeth Warren in third, Biden fourth, Klobuchar fifth. We have kind of an interesting grouping of people to talk about this because I just participated in it. Matt, you were a precinct captain, yep. and Greg, you were a caucus chair. That's right. So I think, and we were all at different precincts, obviously. So, I mean, from from like just a participant level, mine went very smoothly. And with the exception of maybe a couple of people who couldn't quite grasp what the big number one and big number two on the preference cards meant, but like, that's another thing. Um, went pretty smoothly. I got to go home before nine, which generally has not happened in the past. Uh, This was also only my second time getting to caucus. So uh, I was in an elementary school yet again. One of these days, I'm not going to be in an elementary school. (laughs) (laughs) Ours was in, I think it was a middle school. So mine was elementary. Yeah. In the gym. Yeah, we were also in the gym. I was was in a cafeteria in 2016 where they had like the tiny child chairs that should be illegal to leave out if you're going to have adults sitting places. (laughs) Yeah. I think that I I would think that the people who are writing about this, talking about it ad nauseum on TV don't, I mean, I'm sure they've seen pictures and maybe some coverage of what goes on inside of these things, but I don't know that they fully understand how this process usually works. Right. And, And from what I'm reading, you know, there were a couple places around the state where people got heated and arguey about it. But on the whole, this was a polar opposite from 2016. Yeah. Um, people were respectful of each other and friendly towards each other. Like, at, at my precinct, nobody nobody got out of, out of line at all. Like, everyone was there helping each other. All the, the campaigns were friendly and, uh, you know, wa- wanted to be involved in the process. Um, even when it came down to a, a coin flip for an extra delegate, because Sanders and Buttigieg at my precinct each had uh, a fraction of a delegate that was equal. Mm. Though, so it went to a coin <clears throat> flip. We, <laughs> we even we got... We can't have half delegates. <laughs> well, we even got a coin from... Uh, from the uh, well, like an independent third party yes. coin or something. <laughs> yes, right, from a, from from the Warren well done, from chair. the Warren precinct captain. Yeah. Um, and uh, I flipped it, being completely neutral because because <laughs> I forgot to count myself. 
in all okay. the I was so oh, nervous no. about, I was so nervous about doing this well that I forgot to count myself. And uh so I was I was the ultimate neutral arbiter. Um flipped the coin and it went to Sanders and everyone was like, "Okay, that's that's the way it is." Yeah. My my precinct actually voted not to have any surrogate speak. I think we were very much in the like we all want to get in here. That's, get yeah, this that's, done, go home, do other things. We we didn't vote on it. We just didn't do it. We had to like everyone We got to do there. a voice vote. We they were like, "Do you want to hear from from campaign surrogates?" And we they were like all all in favor and a couple people said aye and then the resounding no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and these are all independently run meetings exactly. at that point. That's yeah. like I mean that kind of just serves the point. Like and I mean, at our location, we had, and I knew that this was going to happen, but this is the same as in every location. Each campaign, like, I had to sign off on the math. I mean, yeah. as I was a precinct captain for Warren, and yep. you have to go through and, like, make sure that, yes, this is what I, this is what, this is an accurate representation of what happened in this room and at this caucus location. So, yep. and every campaign had to do that. And right, presumably everyone that, at every location. Everyone so. that, that, ended up receiving delegates. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Had to yeah. have a representative sign off, whether it's the precinct captain or, or somebody. Cause some, right. at, in, in mine, like as soon as the second count was done, people they were left. like later. Yeah. And some of the precinct captains even left. Right. And that's why, like, I don't know where you guys come down on this, but I mean, I am absolutely not here for any of the conspiracy theories about no. rigging or any of that stuff because you you show up in that room and at each location your campaign is represented yeah mm-hmm. and and also and so it's entirely have, it's entirely it's volunteer run yeah and they're all open to the public yeah so it would there's, have to there's no secret cabal yeah of i don't know how many precincts are in the state but like t- i feel like to rig the system you would have to have a great amount of consensus among hundreds of caucus chairs. I mean, yeah, to get it done. Almost two thousand. Oh, you know, really? There, yeah. There, there are seventeen hundred precincts across yeah, the state, just shy many. of seventeen hundred yeah. precincts. So you would have to have a vast conspiracy and have nobody talk about it to anybody except the people involved in the mass conspiracy. I'm saying mass conspiracy way too much. Sure. It's gonna get. If someone makes a word cloud out of this, we're gonna be <laughs> right up there with Alex Jones. You can, the chief content officer can edit it. To, uh, <laughs> to quote to quote C.J. Craig, I know that we're not the one. I, there's no group of people this large that can keep a secret for so long. It's how I know that we're not the ones covering up Area 51. We are though. <laughs> so. At least from the three of us, and almost every report anecdotally that I've seen around that we've seen around that I've seen around the state is that at the caucus locations things went smoothly. Yes, and and everybody. Then you hopped on Twitter, and everything's on well, fire. And then, and then we're so. seeing now that somebody uh, like on 4chan posted the uh, right. the hotline number. Yeah, and yeah. and Trump supporters were spamming the call center, yeah. and that's and that's why folks like me had to wait. I waited about an hour and fifteen minutes on hold. Um, I mean, there are also reports of press calls coming into mm-hmm. that line. Too, I don't, to find out, I don't to find doubt, it. and I don't know, but that's yeah. I mean, I just think I do think like we're gonna find out. I think we'll find out what happened after the fact here, like with the right delay in reporting and and whatever happened there. I do also. I, I firmly believe that there are good people <laughs> running this thing and trying to do their best. Um, yeah, and but I, I I think everyone will be interested to find out what happened though. Yes, so. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one thing that we haven't talked about yet, though, is there was a woman in a precinct in Des Moines who clearly had the right idea 
and maybe sell the future. And she brought an entire bottle of wine to her precinct that later fell out of whatever she was holding it with. And it broke on the floor of, I think, Roosevelt High School. You know, it's great. You know, you can fit an entire bottle of wine into a large Taco Bell cup. <laughs> Poor planning so on I, her part. I, yeah, I feel like with, with a little better planning. And she would have gotten another, to go to Taco Bell, too. This is another so. example of, of, of... You could have with, had a quesadilla with your wine. With with a little plan, more planning in the future, another disaster could have been averted. <laughs> you know, it's true. Plus, you could have had a burrito. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> As if that was not enough drama to deal with on a Monday, Tuesday was the State of the Union. (laughs) So we had lots of fun stuff happening with that. Uh, Rush Limbaugh got a Presidential Medal of Freedom, um, which... Hold back our vomit. uh, This is expensive equipment. We can't get sick on it. I'm really glad I did not watch. Yeah, I did not. I didn't watch either, and I saw a tweet that was like, "Don't watch if unless it's your job to watch. Don't watch this." <laughs> I watched the Mr. Rogers movie with Tom Hanks. That's yes. I watched great. a. I watched a. I'm jealous. I watched the speech. I watched a murder show called Prodigal Son with Michael Sheen and Bellamy Young. It's delightful. And I don't know. And so, what? So, <laughs> there's some joke about there watching a murder show at the same time as the State of the Union. I but mean, I'm not yeah. clever enough <laughs> to pull it off. So I'm just not. Watching one, um, just trading one train wreck for another. Right, right. Yeah. Um, well, but it, also, <laughs> I mean, yeah. also then on Wednesday, because we can't get enough news this week, Trump was acquitted in the Senate. I'm sure it is no surprise that Joni Ernst and Chuck Grassley voted to acquit Trump of all crimes. And uh, then Kevin McCarthy posted a very weird video where he tore up the articles of impeachment a la Nancy Pelosi and said acquitted for life. And he was so proud of himself. And it's very upsetting. They've, the Pod Save America guys got it right. He is the dumbest member of Congress out there. Like the, the stuff that he posted the other day saying, can you imagine what it would be like if Donald Trump had a Congress that actually went along with his agenda as if... As if he pre- didn't. As, as if for <laughs> the years. first two years of his presidency. Yeah. yeah. And and look what they did. They tried to rip health care away from millions. Yeah. And had a little kegger on the lawn afterwards, uh, passing the, the tax cut that... Screwed everybody over. Screwing everybody Except over. For a few. Dr- right. Driving, yeah. driving Mostly in the, Congress. <laughs> driving up the deficit and... What? I thought they cared about the national deficit. Yeah. Uh they care about the na- national deficit like I care about baseball. <laughs> so not 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 yeah, okay. o- only when a Democrat's in office. <laughs> yep. <laughs> no. Um, I would you. What did you two think of Nancy Pelosi tearing up the speech? I understand the argument of of people who are mad about it. That said, screw him. Like I'm. I'm over it. He's standing there in the in the well of the House of Representatives yeah. where like Teddy Roosevelt and Abraham Lincoln and great people have stood. And 
he's he's getting away with committing a crime that even Republicans are admitting he committed. Even the Republicans who are voting to acquit him yeah, say he committed. He, he learned, I hope he learned his lesson. He what, seems fully is what, chastened. Is what Susan Collins is saying now. I hope he learned his lesson. Sure, because that's the way Donald Trump has acted his entire life. He gets right. caught doing something and oh, I'll never do, never do it again. There was a there was an article this morning. Honey, from, I only slept with one porn star. We're gonna need an explicit rating for this one this week. <laughs> I said slept with. <laughs> Wait, Lauren, what do you think? I mean, it's so rare that you get to see women get to be angry on a public stage, and it just kind of like. I've seen like tweets and stuff about this, that like the collective rage of women in this country is starting to feel like bees are going to explode out of our mouths. We're so angry. And to see that reflected in Nancy Pelosi is like, I mean, it's tearing up a piece of paper, but it's so symbolic. And I appreciated it. And also like, I'm not here for anyone who's like, that's classless. I'm like, have you seen where we are? Have you seen the class level we have descended to? We we have to fight dirty, and I don't care if you think it's impolite. All right when when uh, when conservatives get get up off their their fainting couch, let me know. Clutching your pearls, there are too many pearls got clutched. I yeah. can't afford pearls. I didn't get a good tax cut. I loved it. I rewound it and watched it again, just so you know. That was that was my take. I appreciated that effort. She was like, I thought it was the courteous thing to do compared yeah. to what else I wanted right. to do. Take that um, gavel and. I also think it was great. Just like flipping him the bird behind his head. <laughs> oh my God, that was, there's so many other things she could have done. Um, I also think it was great that the day after the speech, that that's what people were talking about and not the speech. Exactly. So I think she, that that's, she knows how to so fight him. I, I think that level. was very like well planned on, on her part because there's no one that, no one that disliked her before was all of a sudden gonna or, or no one that was like oh i'm on the fence about nancy pelosi like that's just not the no case. she's pretty polarizing already nancy so like pelosi. so she's not gonna you know turn any new people off by doing that like she, she, she extended just knew the, uh, what she was doing she extended the rent-free lease in his head yeah for a little longer so that's i success. mean not that we really missed anything in the speech it was all lies it was all, i don't know if we've actually covered yeah. that but it's all it was all lies so, um, <laughs> all sorts of he talked about protecting health care he's trying to take it away he talked about protecting social security there and medicaid go. and he's trying to cut nope. it so there's a lot of lies you, if you didn't watch you didn't miss much as if it was not enough that all of this happened this week the in the iowa house this week they also pulled up the abortion ban amendment that had previously been in the senate to a subcommittee uh compiled of Representative Steve Holt, Representative Dustin Haidt, and Representative Beth Wessel-Crochelle. And it passed out of subcommittee, because of course it did. But Steve Holt doesn't get cookies for that one good thing. No, he no, he does not. He also, I'll get to, I, I can talk about this more later, but he has put forward a bill that uh, says that we can't microchip people against their will. And he doesn't seem to understand the extension of that as like it is your constitutional right to bodily autonomy. It is also just like your human right to bodily autonomy. And he doesn't see how that extends to like, maybe not like you don't want a microchip in your body. Maybe you also don't want like a forced pregnancy in your body. Cause like, I'm imagining that like, I'll admit I've never had a kid. I've never been pregnant, 
Uh, but it seems like that'll do a lot more harm to you than microchip will. I don't know, man. We're getting to that Area 51 territory you were talking about earlier. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't, uh, well, I wouldn't trust Steve Holt to do anything to anyone's I don't person. trust Steve Holt <laughs> as far as I can throw him, and I don't work out that often. I will say, Lauren, uh, you have. This has been the third committee meeting that you've been subcommittee or just committee meeting. Sleeping that you've been at to the Capitol now. <laughs> so there are um, a lot of nooks and crannies where you can make that happen. I mean, there really not are. Not that though. I ever did yeah. as a clerk. <laughs> have there been any similarities with these, with these, with the argument, with the arguments that are presented on either side? There's, or? there's been a whole lot. Well, I mean, it's the same people that show up for every single one of these. Um, because it's people that can be at the Capitol at 1130 right. on a weekday. Not exactly meant which for is, access no, and input. It's not like if you had them at 6 o'clock on like mm-hmm. a Wednesday or something like that. Um, and also provided child care and also like had it for longer than an hour. Um, a lot of what the anti-choice people are are latching onto is that these are five unelected justices... Apparently forgetting that like the judiciary is a co-equal branch and also they get to now have pretty free reign over like who gets to be on that yeah. court now. Um, but so their big thing is that like this is judicial overreach or this is judicial activism. Uh, which, they're playing the hits. But yeah, they're playing the hits. They it's the re, it's the return tour. So yeah, the family leader of of course comes. Chuck Hurley spoke on his own behalf this time. Did not stand. What does by- that mean? Uh, well, I'm, well, I mean, he didn't make uh, some young woman say oh, his talking points and, like, it, be a ventriloquist right. for her. Yep. Uh, I forgot he did that last time. No, apparently he thinks that third time is too important to just, like, leave to the women that are under his Or they were tired tutelage. of showing up. I get, no, they were okay. all there. Oh, they were there. Okay. There is one woman who, I, who she keeps coming in, and I keep wondering why she looks familiar. It's because she's on a billboard by my house that's like, I, I said no to abortion and so can you. Huh. I'm happy to report that the light went out on it last night when I was driving back. Well done. Symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> but so so basically their their whole point is that like the justices in their ivory tower, quote unquote, don't understand the the people of Iowa and the people need to take back the constitution and a lot of fun stuff like that. So this is now the third time that I've had to go up to the Capitol to mm-hmm. live stream this and it's really disheartening to have to watch people make the same points over and over again, especially when that point is like, hey, I have a right to bodily autonomy and to choosing what my future looks like. And to have that be so not listened to is really upsetting. Right. People come in and they're telling these sometimes heartbreaking stories about personal personal things that happen to them you know medical issues that they're having mm-hmm. or and to have it just be cast aside so easily is is you know three times now yeah uh messed up i'm sure i'll go back next week and have to hear the exact same i'll hear the greatest hits again of like judicial i'll make bingo cards i'll make bingo cards and go. i'll have it be like judicial activism is the free space judicial <laughs> overreach and I'll I'll go for I'll go for blackout, but it's just like it's like Groundhog Day. You just ke- you have to keep getting up and experiencing the same things, and you hope it goes better, and you try to make it go better, and then you wake up and it's Groundhog Day again. It's like Groundhog Day, but not funny. But it just it feels like we're just continually having the same fight, and 
It's exhausting. And it's over things that we shouldn't have to fight about. No. Like, you own your body. Yes. That's it. (laughs) End of sentence. We said that no one can own each other's bodies. Yeah. Can't own each other's bodies. It's just yours. And leave it alone. Another thing that they also keep talking about is how they're bringing the Constitution back to neutral. That's, I mean... Pretty words don't cover ugly actions. They want to seem sensible. Yes. Bring it back to neutral. Bring it back to neutral. You know, you the, don't go The Constitution is not a car. <laughs> yeah, not a stick shift. And also to just have, like, Steve Holt doing all of this and also getting, like, some slight praise for how he handled the gender identity civil rights act thing like you don't get a co- you don't get to turn around you don't get a cookie for for being a decent human being for like half a second and then get to turn around and be like but i also don't think that you know these people should have rights even then we're not in good uh we're not in good territory because the, the very next day after after steve holt killed that bill those same representatives introduced brand new legislation saying that teachers couldn't uh, bring up sexual orientation or gender identity. Saying the teachers can't. They can't say those words. One of them also <laughs> tried to make it a graduation requirement that you had to read and take a, and like pass a comprehension test about the book Gulag Archipelago. Yeah. What what is that book? Yeah, I had to look it up. It's apparently about like Russian collectivism or something and or Soviet collectivism. I don't know. I had like that bill came in and I spent like a good couple minutes googling what that meant huh but yeah this jeff shipley who is apparently just like up there to do whatever the hell he wants (laughs) we've gone off the rails yes (laughs) so is the state greg so this bill is obviously still alive and passed out of subcommittee which now means it will go to the full committee this is a Judiciary Committee? Judiciary Committee, which oh, means uh, I will probably be back at the Capitol next Thursday with, with my phone, live streaming, and then I'll have another update about what happens. Where can folks view that live stream, Lauren? They will be available on, our, on Progress Iowa's Facebook page. I try to go up to the Capitol whenever I can for these kind of big, big, no good, terrible bills <laughs> and live stream comments and... So you can you can find them on our Facebook page, and we'll we'll also put it on the Potluck Media Facebook yes, page. Yes, we'll do that too. Yeah, because this is important, and you have to fight for your right to your own body. What a week is produced by Progress Iowa as part of the Potluck Media Network, and would not be possible without grassroots supporters like you. We are recorded, mixed, and edited by Greg Hallenstein. For more information, visit potluck.fm or find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Be sure to leave us a five-star review and subscribe. See you next week on What a Week.